0: In Body Slams podcast viewers, uh, I am one of your co cool analyst. I'm Geo Frost here. Welcome to another Breakfast and Body Slams. This is uh, episode six, I want to say, I believe so. I hope I got that correctly. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, it wasn't on last week, uh, everyone was busy, plus, I was ill at the moment so that's why we didn't have a show last week but we will catch up with everyone with the three legacies uh results review from last week i'm sure everyone saw the if you were on facebook and you follow us you've definitely seen the uh results posted uh but without any further ado, i'm gonna bring in one of my co-analysts a man who uh Likes to call it right down the middle. A man who is enjoying his breakfast already during breakfast and body slams and didn't uh, consider of sending me an Uber Eats or a DoorDash or anything, so I can have some grub too. But it's okay. I'm still going to love this guy anyway. He is uh, one of my wreaking havoc brothers, uh, who when we teamed up together, he is Mr. Tony reyes but everybody knows him as T. Good
1: morning, good morning, good morning.
0: Good morning, Mr uh uh Ms. Mr T. There we go. Mr T. No. No. Yeah, Mr. T, no. No,
1: you pity the fool who doesn't
0: bring me. I pity the fool who doesn't bring me breakfast. Listen, Uber
1: Eats and all that stuff. Why am I going to spend double the money just to send stuff?
0: That way, that way, that way. You don't have to get up out of bed and bring it yourself.
1: Shit, I'll go down the street in McDonald's before I even uh pay <laughs> them money. They wow. crazy.
0: How have you been as of late? We haven't seen you on a couple of episodes. Uh, Uh, Oh,
1: working, 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 doing the civilian job thing, looking at eyeballs.
0: The old shoot job, as we like to call it. Uh,
1: But besides that, trying to keep up with the wide, wacky world of professional wrestling.
0: Yeah, he's keeping up with sports entertainment. I'm keeping up with the indie scene. I'll stick with it. It's all right. Uh. Hey, unfortunately, folks, uh, if you notice, Joe and Chris are not here. They have other obligations. Joe's still recovering uh, from his surgery. Uh, We try to get a couple fresh faces on here, some new analysts. But uh, I dropped the ball on that because I did not reach out to them last night or yesterday evening because I was so busy with other things. Looks like he fell, he fallen, and he can't get up. No, (laughs) I'm just
1: moving, moving.
0: Yeah, so I dropped the ball yesterday trying to get a hold of uh, a couple of the Three Legacy guys from over there to jump in on here because they're they're young. They're following everything. Uh, they pretty much know what's going on with Three Legacies as well as keeping up on the product that is currently on television as well. So hopefully we can have them on here so they can chit-chat with my man T here because he likes to follow everything too as well. So they can play off of each other because it's uh it's kind of bad when we try to uh talk with them, but we can't. But it is what it is, though, because we got only so much time in our life to deal with whether life or wrestling or both depends on what we got going on. So with that being said, since we got T on here right away and our other two compadres are not here at the moment because, like I said, they have other obligations and and whatnot they're taken care of, we're going to jump in to what T's chops are salivating over right now, and that is... The big pay per view coming all the way from the island of Puerto Rico. Did I say that pretty good with the R Puerto Rico? I said that pretty good. There, I think. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> WWE's backlash all the way from San Juan. Uh, T going up into this. Uh, I I fell asleep. I'm sorry to say to everybody. I fell asleep right before the Ripley. Well, as the Ripley match was starting. When they got introduced Only because I had a long busy day So I can only help out with uh, Somewhat like before that Uh, Up first It was uh, Bianca Belair Taking on EO Sky for the Raw Raw Women's Championship
1: That crowd Was electric Like I ain't seen a crowd like that Since like Raw's after Mania It was so much fun The crowds like that make The event so much better uh bianca got the whole john cena ecw treatment which was she was booed for the first time in a while because eo being the workhorse she is is over and was over a mofo
0: yes the the fans the fans galore they they ate eo up like crazy they they definitely like in, in that match there eo it, it, it was literally a role reversal during that match of of EO being the baby, even though she was the hill because of her with uh uh in in damage control. Uh, but yeah, easily the fans made her the baby of that match and Bianca, like you said, she got the John Cena treatment where yeah, they were still cheering, but at the same time, they did not wanna, they were all for EO though, majority.
1: The 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 ticket was stamped. EO was basically that was their girl for the night, and they ran with it, and it was hard. It was, it was amazing. It was a great atmosphere.
0: I and and me fooling me enough. I was thinking this was going to be the night that uh, Bianca would have dropped it.
1: No, 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 no. She would not drop It is either this a uh, SummerSlam or I mean it's one of the big four before she drops.
0: My thing, I'm glad you mentioned SummerSlam cuz that would be the idea point if EO and her were going to run it back one more time and mm-hmm. pull it out, that that there most definitely would be the the idea place to do it. Is at at SummerSlam on one of the one of the big 4 events of of you know, of the year. So it I, it,
1: it, it would make sense. It would make sense cuz you know, she's held it for so long, so it has to be on a big, grand stage. It just can't be out of the blue.
0: Hey, just uh, let you know, we have about uh, – we have three viewers in the room currently at the moment, so I'll just uh, let you let you know the chat room is open for comments and questions and stuff like that. So please do not hesitate to hit us up and uh, show us your two cents of what, what you think uh, about the pay-per-view and whatever else we talk about here today on the show.
1: Good morning, Alan. I see the little chat box over there. He said, yo, Chio, what's good? It's Alan. I don't know what
0: that was. He's one of my young boys. He gave me a fresh cut the one day. He came to the crib. Good kid.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. Um, But now, if you notice towards the end of EO's match, when the rest of damage control came, uh, Dakota was like, no, like, what are you doing to try to, like, n- didn't try to stop Bailey, but was, like, pleading with her. So uh, I-, I see a little riff there, and uh, I-, I see parting ways maybe sometime soon. Either that or new members for damage control, and they get rid of the other two.
0: I, I was surprised that uh, the way Bailey was holding uh <sighs> Bel Air's hair at the end there that, With that side that, that side hold holding underneath her armpit and stuff I'm surprised they let the referee uh, Spot that you know like because It was like it was like nonchalant You know she's like she has her back turned She's just leaning up against the ropes and Here's like I'm, I'm surprised but It was a good call you know a good call It, g- it gave it gave Bianca Uh the opportunity For EO to miss the moonsault And stuff so Uh but, yeah, hands down, I definitely see these guys running run it back. So, uh, what, I, what, man.
1: I, what I noticed about this match before we leave it was the first match that Bianca showed vulnerability. Like, throughout all her other matches, she was strong. You know what I mean? In this match, she looked vulnerable than most of her other matches combined. You yeah. Know, you got it? So, it, it, it was interesting to see little things like that. But overall, it was an amazing match, amazing atmosphere. The people were all over EO. But the EST of the WWE got it done. And still, you champion. a champion. I and got, longer, I got, longest women's reign champion as well.
0: I got my man, uh Bo- Mr. Benito, chiming in for uh, one of the matches. We're not going to get that. To that yet, yeah, that's later on in the uh results. We're just starting out the results. If you stick around, we can get to that and, and uh, you can chime in with us if you like to. Then, uh, up next, they had the big giant himself, Omos, taking on Seth freaking Rollins. You know, it seems like Omos is just like I hate to say th- this is me personally, I really hate to say that. I think Omos is for a big guy. Uh, and I'm not a huge fan, I'm not a fan of him really honestly, but he is improving, he's improving a lot little by little. It's like it's, it's surprisingly, and uh, and, and especially like his his, his ring attire, too. His look. Yeah,
1: yeah. The whole once he uh acquired the hoodie, the poncho hoodie, the half cut, it, it was like, uh he's getting into his gear. Um, and I do agree with you, he has come a long way from his debut you know, on the main roster or even on NXT. Plus, I I have to say that probably MVP by his side for a couple years now or a year, you know, that helps as well. But uh, he's come a long way. It's funny, when that match, uh, Seth, if if they would have left Seth stand there, I'm pretty sure he would have been there for like 20 minutes and they would have kept saying (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: guaranteed. so uh, that was a perfect, perfect like stoppage. But uh, they kept singing, and I was thinking if I was almost, I, I would have stopped the stuff because I would have started conducting right there. Because you know, they didn't want He he did that a little bit too later in the yeah. match instead of right there where it is loud. could you could have cut the noise off right there as soon as he would have dropped Rollins for the first time. But, yeah,
0: uh, I, yeah, I like the part when uh Ron was finally going for the stomp and nothing happened and he stopped the stomp,
1: yeah, that <laughs> he just kept on coming back up. Yeah, that, that, that was dope. But I had a feeling it was either gonna be like a mega stomp or some type of coup de grace to the back of his head.
0: And or- and and I feel like the match it went, I think it went the right time frame because if it went too quick. It would have been like, okay, the fans of Puerto Rico, they don't get to see Seth perform, you know, really, if it went too quick. Mm
1: -hmm. And then
0: and then if it went too long, the fans probably would have just like, oh, come on. They'd be sitting on their hands like, oh, man, it's starting to get boring because, you know, there's only so much a guy like Seth can do with someone like Omar. So I think they timed that match just right of of how, how it went down.
1: Do you notice that almost did the uh, the Big Daddy cool uh, Snake Eyes turnbuckle come running high boot?
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I I caught that for a brief moment. I had a, a look back at it in in uh, the replay when I saw.
1: I was like, well, okay, he he's learning from big guys. That's good. That's very good.
0: Oh yeah, it's nothing wrong. Look at y'all. Yeah, look at the big guys. You can't just hit everything. The big guys are hitting. Um, you got to see what works and what doesn't work, and 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 what works to his advantage for him particularly. Because, like I said, not everything that another big guy might have done it might have got that guy over doesn't mean it's going to get you over
1: though. If I was MVP, I, I, I would try to get uh, him to learn the razor's edge. Imagine the height on
0: that. <laughs> it would be nice, but the problem is the, the problem is uh, one one of the other guys uh who later on we're going to talk about. You know, he pretty much uses the razor edge now. Oh yeah. Right?
1: Uh, yeah, I, so, I, I, I know because he's
0: would. the ba- he's the bad guy now. The, you see all that now in his yeah. in his when he comes to the ring and stuff too. All right, and then uh for the take home for the end of the match, you know, we got to see. Rollins hit that curve stomp, but coming off the, the top rope. So the very it, top. So it helped add a lot more impact to it. So when it comes crashing down, and it hurts inside, then, oh, sorry, wrong guy. But, yeah. Yes.
1: yes. I, I don't know what you're doing. I've
0: Because <laughs> he came crashing down. But, yeah, so Seth freaking Rollins picked up the victory at Backlash against the giant Omos. Up next was a triple threat for the United States Championship as the champion, Austin Theory, defends his United States title against Bobby Lashley and Bronson Reed. Uh You got to remember, folks, during a triple threat match, uh, you don't exactly have to pin the champion himself uh, either the channel challengers could pin one or the other and they could walk out without without the the current champion have any factor in that in that uh decision of the pinfall or submission or whatever so uh yeah the the odds were stacked against theory going into this match uh i feel theory held, held his own in this uh big time as always as always from the beginning when theory was back at NXT i always said I always said uh, uh, he was gonna be like the next John Cena, and and, and just like, give him time to uh, get his baby face gimmick. Eventually, down the road, he'll come. He'll, he'll shine like that. And, and um, but yeah, going in this match, Bronson Reed. Oh my God! Uh, when you know, and like, one, Reed,
1: like uh, when when you say utilize your time, he utilized his time very well yesterday. Yeah. Very well,
0: and, and and he hit all the key points that that made sense. Like when he did that somewhat springboard splash across uh ag- across Lashley's shoulder to the outside, as as well as when uh, uh he took the time on the top rope when Theria uh cut him off there before he came off with the big splash. Then later on,
1: that uh. uh... I think I'm not sure it was a clothesline. Lashley hit uh, Reed. Reed had uh, Austin in a DDT, and they all went back. Like it was, a, it, it, it was a good like key point match with everything they did. Plus the moon salt that he missed, uh, that was impressive. Even if he missed it, that was hell of a impressive.
0: The the one thing that I was personally surprised about. In this match, which I thought they were going to have Reed cut Lashley off, which I was surprised, is when Lashley had Theory in the full Nelson, and you see Theory muscling back. They're showing right now. They're showing Theory has some power behind him, and then he stepped up to the ropes, kicked off for the back. Uh, when he flipped over for the pin position, mm-hmm. and I was surprised. That they were gonna uh, have a theory like muscle up the way he did. Cause when you think about Full Nelson and stuff like that, you think about back in the day, you got guys like the Warlord and Bulldog and stuff like that. When the only guys who are muscling up like that is the guy who's just as equal, like type, like a big muscle guy like that will come back. Usually guys about theory side will be like really down and almost out of it though. But luckily, you know, uh, it was that 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 burst of adrenaline to fire back up and just to have the advantage to push off the ropes for the momentum to roll them up for that pinning position oh. Oh, T, see what you know you're sitting on the floor your green screen's getting all loppy. oh yeah uh, now you finally sit up in your chair. oh we got a big shot of the belly there that's all good <laughs> but uh yeah hand, hands down uh great match. Kudos to Bronson Reed, Lashley. It that I I I kind of figured Lashley was gonna uh, work the way he did during this match. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm like I said, I got a big pop for for Reed, of course, and and like I said from day one uh, with with Theory, uh, he he is that next go ticket to um, be a world champion. Who knows? He'll he'll may, maybe be that Raw Worlds heavyweight champion. We could see that with theory. No. 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 Oh. no. Well, we got time. We still got time for the tournaments of what they're going to do with the whole uh uh raw bracket, smackdown bracket and you're stuffing your face over there. He <laughs> just shoved it in there. <laughs> and then the winner of each each brand will take on each other for um for the tournament finals, which we actually thought a lot of people thought that it was just going to be raw competitors. So now, at the end, we're we're definitely going to see raw one raw versus one SmackDown competitor for the raw heavyweight championship. Uh, but like I said, my pick right now, going into this, currently my pick will have to be Austin Theory as a odds-on favorite from from the Raw brand. That is no. 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 All right. This guy. You see where I'm working with people? I can't work like this. I can't work under these conditions. Uh, I got to talk to management here at the podcast, see what we can do. All right. And unfortunately, as I mentioned earlier when we jumped on the show, uh, I did those off. I had a very long day, so I did not catch the whole show. So uh, I did catch highlights today, though, starting from here. From this match here and it was the smackdown's women's championship rhea ripley taking on Zelina vega i I'm honestly like i i'm, I'm kind of upset that i did had to miss the pay per view somewhat uh because you know i'm i'm not too big on the pay-per-views anymore only mainly like the main four but i was, I was kind of disappointed because uh you know we're not having an opportunity to see it live as far as when Zelina came out with her uh her entrance attire with the sport and the flag everywhere very emotional you see the, uh, you 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 see it on her face she's ready to cry ball her te- tears out cuz she's on the island right there representing and her chance to walk away with the championship
1: uh everybody was emotional i was emotional it, it was actually just a dope moment for her you know, it was her moment. Win, lose, a draw, and she earned it.
0: Yeah, she uh she tried to hit that uh six one nine dedicated mm-hmm. uh where one of her um, uh, uh mentors being Rey Mysterio. Uh we got to see her get up on that second rope, start uh start doing the the Guerrero shuffle, as I wanna call it, uh before she came off with the Meteora. You know, but uh, neither neither one of those uh, uh, attacks that she performed helped her out in picking up that W. Gee, I'll let you take the rest of this. <laughs>
1: no, um, basically, she was shining throughout the whole night, but Rhea, Rhea is a whole different breed of woman. She is legitimately badass in that ring. And, you know, we all know that Tia was not going to walk away with that belt. No. You know, even though we would love to see a little upset and then maybe her drop it down 30 days from now just to, you know, get her moment in. But, uh, yeah. Rhea is a whole different beast of animal. She, when she's in that ring, it's just something special. Yeah, so,
0: like, yeah like I did not see uh, Vega getting the title. If they were going to put it on her. It was just before her moment of being in Puerto Rico and all. But mm-hmm. h- hands down, I would have saw EO win her match and get the title than Vega would. Yeah. Yeah, hands down. I would have seen that for coming first because cause what's going on with Ripley, you know, like mm-hmm. I said, uh, Bianca had her title for a while. Okay. Ripley just pretty much got hers, you know, so they're not. I, I don't and, and, and with what they're doing with her and judgment day, they're not definitely gonna pull pull it off for a rate this so no, soon. Whatsoever. Judgment
1: Day's hot right now. Dominic is hot as a heel. You
0: know. Oh, he's getting better. He's starting to grow on me. He's starting to grow on me a little no,
1: more. No, you need the you listening? As soon as he even touches the mic before he even speaks, I, I know, running. I
0: saw that. I saw I, I saw that before, but what I'm saying is he's starting to grow on me with his uh He's getting better with his work, his mic, and and whatnot. It, it, Little felt, he's growing.
1: All it took was being a heel, just like John Cena. And John Cena mm-hmm. came, just in. like
0: the, just like the Rock. Yep.
1: Yeah. A- like, a- 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 every big. He's person. young. Yeah, he's only like twenty, like 24, yeah, 25.
0: But 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 remember, but we got to remember. Yes, he might have grown up in the business around his dad and stuff, but he wasn't working those shows like how we say the indie to actually actually get the experience yeah, he was like thrown into your craft. yeah he was thrown into the fire of WWE boom instant superstar like you know a star right there now you have to grow within the company you know he he's he, he's a company branded guy basically he's not he he, he don't have to worry you know he he, he you can't not worry. Um uh, he can't look back and say, Oh, well, I worked for this company, that company, this company, you know, growing up to fight to get it here. I didn't work Mexico, this, Japan, that, or whatever indie this to get here. He's he was instant dropped the seed in the WWE uh uh fucking the flower pot and he and he has to grow from there. So he he is a product of WWE and that's it, plain and simple.
1: Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but, yeah, with that segue, I think our next match is Damian Priest versus Benito, a.k.a. Bad Bunny.
0: There you go, Benito, my man, chiming in. He was chiming in. He only got to see, uh, uh, like, the remaining matches. Now you can chime in. Now we're talking about the, the Bad Bunny versus Damian Priest.
1: But that match from the start to finish, it was loud. Like, I think they should have went on last. I personally think they should have went on last because the crowd was amped up throughout the whole thing. Like, it did not let down. And honestly,
0: I have to agree with you on that, though. That there would definitely hit the key mark, especially being for the show, for the location where it's at, and for them ending the show being too Latino, Hispanic, Puerto Rican uh, wrestlers, you know, who grew up there on the island, whatever, it would have made more sense instead of having the night end with two white guys from uh, North America. Uh, Well, then also, uh, wait. Well, hold up. It might have fit Cody Rhodes because they need half what? Colombian, Cuban, whatever
1: Cody's a half Cuban.
0: Okay. Well, he's somewhat Latino. Yeah.
1: He, he's half Cuban. He is Latino. He okay. just
0: okay. He's a half breed like me. He's a, he's
1: a as uh they call him. He's a uh, seasoned white.
0: There you go. <laughs> he's 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 uh incognito. That's but, what he is. He's like me. He's a white boy in disguise. Wait when
1: here. when uh, Bunny came out. He came out to uh, Chambrea. One of his uh popular songs. Holy
0: shit! The oh, I whole... heard a, I heard the crowd singing it. I heard the crowd singing it. Since he came like
1: it, it, it was rumbling loud, like they they were going ape shit. I'm like, this is amazing. And then he he broke out the new Jack shopping cart. That that was dope too. You know, paying a little homage there. Like,
0: I think personally, it, I I think anyone who has any street fights whatsoever. After the guys get introduced and, and the bell rings, they should just put uh, New Jack's music on loop for the whole match until the match ends. For any street fight, that's what it should be. It should be New Jack's music playing through the whole match.
1: Yeah. You know, you got to pay royalties
0: for that. Yeah, but if you're on the indies, who cares?
1: No. <laughs> uh you see that's, that's the difference that would not fly in the wwe or they got, it, they got
0: money they can do it or 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 they'll do the wwe version and they make up their own new jack music which they already have on file anyway
1: but uh it, it, it was bananas the crowd was bananas they both worked their asses off um the, it, it was a great match like and then the surprise guest that came in Carlito came in the roof blew off I'm like
0: I uh, uh, the looks on people's faces when I seen the shots of the crowd when they panned across the crowd just the looks on their faces and the way they pop like crazy it was like holy shit the God has risen it's like it was like the second coming I'm like dude it's car I understand it's Carlito but yo they're like holy shit.
1: No, but you don't understand. Before he, he he left the WWE, everybody was on the bandwagon. Like they was on the bandwagon. It was supposed to be John Cena, Carlito, and Randy Orton fighting forever, but that didn't happen. You know what I mean? Like a- everybody was on the Carlito bandwagon, and yeah, they and, and, never and, pulled and- the trigger.
0: And, and not to mention the other big pop was uh before the show is like when uh before the match is when uh uh Savio Vega showed up and, and presented uh uh him with that uh uh the Singapore came with the Puerto Rico flag on it.
1: What are you talking about Savio Vega during the match was the pop.
0: Hey. <laughs> you, you missed it. I'm telling you. You Yeah. Missed it. Obviously. He, he
1: came out but uh it, it was a whole like Five minute squabble between uh
0: the LWO Judgment
1: Judgment Day and LWO, and that basically went to the after the squabble, they went into the finish, and it was a good finish, too. The like the whole match was solid, solid entertainment one on one, and
0: and and then with that celebration at the end with everyone in the ring. Like how you said, it should have been on last.
1: It should have been. It should have been, especially with the whole LWO there, and
0: it would have been a good way to go off the air. You know, yeah, as that as a celebration, pyros going off, whatever. That would have been perfect for WWE.
1: Indeed, I one hundred percent like. This is weird. We actually agree, like. I know. (laughs) (laughs) It's weird. Because we're looking
0: at where... Because the thing is, we're looking at where it's being held at. What the... Like, the majority of the thing was Puerto Rico, this, that, 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 that. You know?
1: I I think Cody and Brock should have started it. Kicked off the show? Yeah. And then... like It would have been a hot
0: start. It would have been a hot start with a guy... like. Brock would have loved it because he would have got in and out because yep. he would have did his match already. He don't care
1: because it, it would make sense. It, it, that match should have went on last. That that's just me, my opinion. It should have went on last. Like every every it had the whole formula. Um, but San Benito, you said wrestler. You called him a wrestler, and I agree. That man put in work. He moved in down to Florida. Stayed there nine months, trained. That was before for WrestleMania. And he put in work this time. And he is now arguably the greatest uh, celebrity to ever lace boots.
0: Honestly, you sure? Huh? Honestly, you sure? Celebrity? Yeah
1: I'm talking about nobody with sports Backgrounds
0: With no sports background
1: Yeah Like he's a singer
0: Alright He's I mean, a musician I, I was, When you said like I was thinking Logan Paul that's why So
1: You see and that's what everybody wants
0: But you just uh, said But you just said no sports background That's why I'm like okay. no,
1: No sports background And, and um
0: I'm so I actually you know what? I'm surprised that Paul wasn't there only because uh you know him being dubbed as being uh now residing or whatever in Puerto Rico. Uh well no. When when we stop and think about it though, honestly, seriously. Whatchamacallit? I
1: was gonna say something, you stopped me. Ah, uh, damn it. No, no. Um people, the IWC, the internet wrestling people, them people they're like cramming for Bad Bunny versus Logan Paul For Wrestlemania 40 yeah, Why not? And it will be an awesome match But then, then again You got two people who are inexperienced
0: But <laughs> You got a whole year's time To get that shit ready though You got one whole year
1: One match, one whole year I think they could pull it
0: off Yeah, I think so too I would love to see that I think that would actually work
1: Um, But Yeah Nah, Sam Benito he, he 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 has this aura with these people down there and it was amazing. But after that, what what came after that was the tag team match. The six man. The yes, yes
0: beat, the Usos. The Take
1: Usos that. and Solo versus uh Sammy, KO and Riddle. And Dave said, hello, Tio.
0: Yeah, that was uh, that's actually D.B. Richards from one of our fellow podcast. He's one of our fellow podcasters out there who represents us all the time. He's him and uh, Dave Keener. Really cool dudes. I I see them from time to time at uh, the shows that I go to in South Jersey. Uh, So but yeah, back to the match, the six man.
1: Uh, Six man, uh, with this one, I kind of missed most of it because I had to take my dogs out. But I did catch one of the most important parts of the match is when uh Solo had Jimmy and I was about to small spike Jimmy
0: and he's yelling at him. He's yelling, Go ahead, what you gonna do? I'm your brother, not his, you know, like, 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 oh damn, like, and I hope, I hope come. Uh, Raw, SmackDown, or whatever they're gonna air that if they showed a replay. I hope they use that clip and show that him voicing his voice loud. I'm your brother, not him, not his, you know, and, and go from there. And uh, but I think I here, here's me, here here's me again, going out on the limb. Uh, Roman being a tribal chief without a tribe. Uh, Solo says, the hell with this. Goes with his brothers. And you see the descent of bringing in other Samoan dynasty fellows. But here's the thing, though, what I'm I'm pointing out here. If no one ever thought about this, I'm sure people have. The anawai's Versus the Fatus. That see, you see where I'm getting at there? Like I oh. see what you're getting at. And, and, and it's like okay, it's like okay. He might have he he has that as tribal chief as the Anahuaii is like putting the Fatus underneath him, like like I'm the big dog, you know, you know. But I can see that happening, bringing in some more of the Anahuaiis against the Fatus, you know. Be, be, it'll be like a Samoan war, like, like that against each other almost. And then the only one in the middle that could probably fix it all would be like The Rock, like be the man down in the middle. He comes out as the main tribal chief and break it all up. Like, yo, I'm the real chief. Both sides need to chill the hell out. You know, when 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 it comes to the final thing or whatever. Or or the, it's three-way, uh, or it's a three way where The Rock takes on the tribal chief of each of the. You get what I'm saying there? No, no, you're but in the back of my
1: it, in the back of my mind, I'm picturing all this and The Rock coming out doing that, and then they all look like, "Where you been?" And stomp the shit out of them.
0: <laughs> I get what you're saying. Or, or or the new tribal princess comes out, The Rock's yes. daughter. That, you know who my father is My grandfather is That that could work
1: that my way My great
0: grandfather is She's a fourth generation right there
1: But, but uh, I'm just I was daydreaming thinking of what you were saying And I'm like like this man ain't been around in years, and you coming out here flapping your gums, and they all but, jump him. But,
0: <laughs> but here's the thing, though: there's guys who haven't been around in years, and they come back and they make an appearance, and then it's like they never left. There's guys who have that 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 power. Yeah. You know, behind their name and stuff. So, uh but, but yeah, this match. Uh, like I said, I never really, uh. Like I said, I, I, I'm right there with you. I didn't catch the whole thing. I tried to catch some highlights of it, though. But from what I saw of the clips of them flashing back and forth, they were on point. Everybody was on point with their hits, their kicks, and everything like that, breaking up the spots when it needed to be bro, broken up to. So it it went down as another classic as far as finally having all the Fatu brothers together in a six man. Because you don't see that enough. You don't. You, we do not get to see that enough of solo teaming with his brothers at all, really. You know, but uh, his name is Solo for a reason. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they gave it to him. So, anyway, uh, Sepha the problem, the problem. That's right. He's the problem. Uh, yeah, uh, is is great to see them. Uh, I think definitely. Uh, this is me, hands down. Definitely, is going to side with his brothers. And if anything, maybe, maybe Solo would be, be one of those guys on the SmackDown side of the finals to go for the World Heavyweight Championship. Because he's on SmackDown. The bloodline's on SmackDown. So, imagine Solo taking on Theory for the World Heavyweight, for the new championship, for the new World Heavyweight Championship finals solo versus theory i'm calling it now i'm calling my shot oh uh, have fun with that chime in folks uh, if yeah. you think that's going to be the finals of the world heavyweight championship the comment board is open please i like i said i'm picking theory from raw solo from smackdown and that's gonna happen at what? Uh, what do they call it? Now? Is it Knight of Champions Clash? Well, it's not Clash. So it's Night of Champions. They call it. That's right. That's my pick, hands down. Uh, big kudos to the uh, Usos and the Bloodline for picking up the victory. Uh, use uh, Need That to continue that nice storyline you guys got going, especially with the Kevin and and Sammy still being the world champion. I know they had the things they're getting in their heads about the whole Roman thing and. Everything just going back and forth. So the story's going to continue to play out. And hopefully we get to see uh, uh, some really good storytelling uh, to continue on uh, for us to segue into other things if possible. Now, the main event. The ma- exactly. The main event of the evening. As uh the half breed, Cody Rhodes. I say half breed, yeah, I did you say well, half breed. Yeah, yeah, he is. I'm a half breed. He's not I'm a half baby. What's wrong I'm with sure. you? Half breed? He's a half breed. Hey, if you're half and half, you're a half-breed. A mut. We're muts. So anyway, Cody Rose, the American Nightmare taking on Brock. Leza. Yeah, you know it. All right, now my friend Benito, you can uh, pop on in, chime in about uh, uh oh well earlier he said Solo was gonna turn on the Bloodline, and uh and he all he also commented that the Brock and Cody match was blah. Uh
1: no, I don't think it was blah. I think the ending was weird, but the match itself wasn't blah. Remember when you working somebody like Brock there's certain things you can and cannot do (laughs) you know it's a whole different dynamic Cody is not as big as Brock so he has to make do different ways it's not like Roman Roman's a little bit bigger than Cody you know so he has leeway to do stuff with Brock It, it all depends on who's working who If you're going to get a match with Rey Mysterio and Brock Lesnar, you know, as soon as Brock catches Mysterio, it's over. That's the whole point. Cat and mouse. This is different. This is survival. Cody has to survive Brock Lesnar. And that's what they were trying to tell. And they did exactly that in a weird fashion. But I think it had to do with the head being split open. I honestly do. Uh, I think it was cut short because of that. But hey, there's, there's need yeah, to it, it, there.
0: It, yeah. When you said cut short, I have to agree with you because there was like, like I said when I went back and looked at the highlights, there wasn't, it wasn't showing much in the highlights really at all. It was like like okay, what did I miss? I'm like, uh, okay, so I'm like, but that's how how you said they should have went on first, and if it was gonna be that quick, yeah, they they should have got it done over with, and the whole bunny and priest match should have been last. It's the same same thing we already spoke about.
1: Um, but you know, I wasn't a
0: fan. I I was not going to be a fan of Of uh, like even if I was die hard one to watch the whole pay-per-view Uh, I would not have been a fan of seeing brock versus cody on this particular pay-per-view They could have saved it for something else for like SummerSlam or something like that I I just I wasn't feeling it being on this card at all
1: That that's another key way thing they said that maybe this feud will continue and I'm like oh I,
0: th- I think it just happened too soon it happened way too soon it should have waited
1: so. but uh yeah the match should have went on first I'm not sure about the ending you know I'm not sure what happened there but hey it is what it is Cody won <laughs> All right. Cody pinned the Brock. Brock had him in a quimora, and he swiveled his hips.
0: I'm sorry, I got laughed. Because you said Cody pinned the Brock. <laughs> the Brock. The Brock. The Brock. The Brock.
1: My medication's kicking in. <laughs> the Brock. The Brock. The Rock. <laughs>
0: Uh, uh, but overall, for your uh, from a scale of one to ten, how was uh this pay per view overall that you feel it went?
1: I give this an eight point five because of the fans. The
0: fans. Uh, uh, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have uh, to go with an eight on this only because yes, the fans were there, but also I think they dropped when they should have made the bunny and uh priest match last.
1: They should have uh, and uh, I will agree 100% all the time when I hear that 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 should have been the la- With everything that happened with all the Latinos that came out on that match. It should have been the last thing on the card It should have
0: now with that being said uh, you were all for Bianca in the in her match and just so happens I pulled out I had something sitting on my desk which I have a full, WWE fully loaded 2021 one NCAS autograph per box uh, of a card of Bianca Belair. Well, that shows up pretty good. It's autographed. I did not take it out the box. I have. I've yet. It's been sitting in here the whole time, and I'm thinking about just like I have it here, but it's like. Like when I look for stuff like this, like cards and stuff like that, I look for people who, like, I more or less like. These are like like for for me nostalgic reasons, like of people who I can see, um, uh, that represents my personality in this. And I'm like, okay, Bianca's great and stuff like that, but uh, like. When you see my items here at the house, you see I got I got old school stuff. I do have old school stuff, you know. You know, then you got the whole Eddie Guerrero stuff, and I got like Andre, the Iron Sheik stuff. I have a lot of old school stuff, and like I'm I'm not I'm like I can't knock her, but at the same time, I'm not really a big fan. Fan, and people be like, "What the hell are you talking about?" Hey, everyone has their choices, whether it's sports teams or whatever. You're over there sporting Pittsburgh. I'm sporting the Phillies, but. The fact of the matter is I'm actually debating do I just want to give this away? Should I raffle this off? It's autographed. I'm like like I said, it's like I said, it's not even out of the uh package. It's still enclosed like that. So it's it's in mint condition. So I haven't decided yet. What do you think I should do with it?
1: Should I just give it to you? Uh, that's the, that's up to you, dog. I'm I'm
0: not the one that I'm for suggestions. You know, like like I said, I have it here and it's just sitting here it's just for me, even though it's small, it's still taking up space. For me, is that I can add a different card there. But then at the same time, with these boxes, they're hard because you don't know what's in them when you open it. Though you 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 don't know if you're getting something that you like that that you personally like. So like for for me, like hey, it's great to have. It's a great object uh, item to have, but it doesn't it doesn't resonate well uh, with with you know like. Like if I open it up I'm like, oh wow, I can't believe I got this card, you know, you get excited over something. Something like that. You know? So it's it's just one of those things with me, though. But uh with that being said, that was our our personal WWE backlash review.
1: Review wrap up, whatever yeah. it is, post show.
0: And I if if everyone's sticking around, I still have to give the, uh, results from the last three legacies event as well as the preview of the upcoming one. Uh, so I don't know if you want to stick around to see who's going to be making a special guest appearance at the next three legacy show. They're having a, a guest appearance by a certain former WWE, WCW, ECW celebrity. So I don't know if you want to stick around and check that. or just listen in cause, uh, Obviously, you're not going to be on the show because you don't know what the hell we're talking about <laughs> over there. That's up totally up to you, though. But uh, with that being said, everyone, that is my man T. Reyes helping, helping me break down uh, Backlash. T., any final words for the folks before I kick you out and go to some of our uh, uh, cheap plugs?
1: Viva La Raza.
0: Well, you heard... T with viva live oh, <laughs> it uh like i said if you want to stick around in the room and just uh listen in or or no, why not, I, chime I, in.
1: I, I gotta take my dogs out
0: ah the dogs damn yeah All right. Well, you enjoy your Sunday and uh, we'll talk throughout the week or something or I'll look inside my group chat and see you just shamelessly plug whatever you find in news.
1: Yes. Yes. Like they're about to sell out Wembley
0: Uh, for AEW. Yeah, they're about to or they're almost there.
1: They're almost there. They're like 60 something, 65 some thousand seats sold something and, like, and,
0: and what's the max for that
1: like uh 70 80 something like that uh I have to look google it
0: well oh, good luck well I hope that and the, they, I hope
1: they're, they're trying to break the Wembley record
0: because the they're, the they're,
1: they're not using much like sh- fanfare they're, they're they don't have a big staging area.
0: Yeah, don't have the big staging area. Otherwise, you're going to take away from the seating.
1: Yeah, basically. That,
0: that's what I was thinking of. I was I was saying to myself, I hope they don't have a big stage. I hope we uh, just have uh, a classic it, entrance.
1: Yeah, it, it's going to be like a, a long ramp or runway yeah. and the ring in the middle. I sent you the picture. It shows you it doesn't have... It doesn't have a big staging; it just has a a walkway and a in a ring.
0: Well, yeah, like I said, because the more uh, uh, staging they have, it's going to take away from the seatings. So it's going yeah. to look, you know, look a little bit not empty because you have all that filling, but still. Um, but yeah, ho- hopefully everything works out for them, and they uh and they, they hit that mark,
1: you know that they're switching the two brands as well.
0: Uh rumor ha I well, I'm not gonna say rumor. I heard they're getting rid of that uh AEW dark as well.
1: Yeah, they they get rid of the, the one hour shows or whatever like that or there goes like
0: that. there goes so, so someone mentioned there goes the indie guys uh posting as seen on AEW TV on their posters. <laughs> their indie posters.
1: What, what you gonna call whatchamacallit. And they're gonna have a secondary show and they're gonna divide the roster.
0: Hmm. Okay, so they're going with a WWE round.
1: No, no, no. What what it is is the CM Punk and Friends and the Elite and Friends. Oh, God. That's how they're going to divide it because, you know, the whole heat thing.
0: Yeah. Okay. We'll see (laughs) how that turns out. That's why I usually just stick to what I know, what I'm doing, because. Uh, yeah, like I said, there's so much wrestling going on out there. I I know even MLW is making big waves. New New Japan with the with the all the uh, American stuff they're doing right now is making big waves too as well. So it's like uh, it's probably we're gonna see a lot of stuff going on within this next year and two between the two big ones and the rest of these undercard ones. So but uh T, thanks for coming on again, helping me out with this. And yes, sir, yes, sir. Peace out, brother.
1: Peace. Dun, dun, dun.
0: Dun, dun. All right, everyone. That was my man T chiming in. All right. Uh so let's get some of get to some of these uh cheap plugs before we continue on with the rest of the show. First and foremost, I wanna say uh Jump over to Amazon and uh, pick up any one of these two books there. Uh, The Three Count, My Life in Stripes as a WWE Referee by Jimmy Coderre. It's on Kindle and and has paperback, no hardcover available. As well as our good friend, Steve Hershowitz, also known as Steve the Teacher, uh, class in session from teacher to wrestler. He's on all three Kindle, paperback, and hardcover uh, as well, I don't still do not have the graphics. I've been slipping really honestly of uh our friend Missy Sampson. She has three books on uh on uh, Amazon as well. Uh you know, teaching for wrestlers, promoters, and uh there's a third one here. I have it here at home. Uh but yeah, they are all on Amazon. You don't wanna uh miss out on that. Uh as well as Our friends over there at Red Rose Sports Cars. That's right. In Lancaster, Pennsylvania, just a couple doors down from Three Legacies Wrestling. Uh, they are the premier of sports cars going on. You can go into their dot com as well. And they buy, sell, trade, and they also are one of the, like I said, one of the official ticket outlets of uh Three Legacies. So right there, 126 South Centerville Road, Lancaster, Pennsylvania don't want to miss out and like I said they are just down a couple doors down from three legacies wrestling and that's right three legacies right there pro wrestling academy honor tradition respect in Row today Uh, with their head trainer WWE alumni Jesus Ricardo Rodriguez and uh, they're open from Seven to ten is when is when their main train training classes are. They do have Sunday open rings too as well. You can check them out at three legacies or we can email them at the number three legacies wrestling at gmail.com. Hit them up and uh tell them uh Tio Chio sent you. And if you think you would like any of their merchandise, that's right. Jump over to uh com. They have a whole uh shop of well, currently three shirts. I'm not sure if they have any anything new that's updated. You got to build your legacies, the classic three legacy shirt, and the red rose uh t shirt right there, exclusively on com. And if you like, uh any merchandise of uh the lands podcast, simple simply go over to the buy um podcast.com, Click on our click on our pod shop where we have shirts, uh, mugs, c- coffee mugs, glasses, and a whole list of other items as well. I think we even have fanny packs as well that you guys can uh, definitely check out, get, support us, cause any funds that come to there We'll go into keeping this product running on all the streaming platforms that we can get to. But with that being said, let's uh have a couple more shout outs here. Uh, the after spot, the after party spot for three legacies is right across the street from the school and red rose for after all the shows at the Brightside Opportunity Center where we have our shows at. You can meet everybody at Aruga's, the after-party place in Lancaster. There's always a reason to visit Aruga's Grill House and Sports Bar. Treat yourself to our fresh meat-to-order food options and over 40 beers on tap. Watch the big game, catch up with old friends, or enjoy a family night out. Aruga's, this is your turf. Yes, Aruga's. They have a really good Nashville chicken sandwich. There's kind of a little spice on the spicy side, but uh I love it. I, I, I love a little spice. I can't have too much spice, but a little spice. Spice is always good in your life. Right? Right. I think so. But uh let me break down. If you did not make it to the past uh Three Legacy show that just happened recently on, on April 29th, uh, you missed a night of action. Uh, I'm just going to run down the results here. Uh, Kicking off, we had uh, Jason Blade beating Noah. Noah uh, De La Santos. Ricardo Rodriguez defeating the debuting Al Snook. He's one of three Legacies uh, uh, students. He made his debut. Another three Legacies student, Clayton Adams, who is currently under management. With uh, with Kevin Murphy, took on Bricks Porter, but after but you know what? Before the match, uh, Murphy came out, and he had his own personal ring announcer, Joe, which uh he was a little little bit uh reluctant to do any kind of ring announcing. He was like being force fed what to say. Uh and then introduced Clayton after he did the big long spiel of hyping up Murphy, then comes out Clayton Adams and he beat Bricks Porter. But afterwards was even worse is Adams went to the back. Murphy called him out again, and he comes dragging Damian Anord to the ring. Uh bruised and beat up. Maybe that's why. Because originally it was advertised, Clayton Adams taking on a uh, Nord, but for some reason, a couldn't make the match. So it had to be Bricks Porter who stepped up to take the challenge. But, yeah, uh, R- Rodriguez came in for the save. Uh, this whole thing between Murphy and Rodriguez is getting out of hand. So we'll definitely see what's uh, in the weeks to come. Uh, I know he challenged him for the the big show in august i believe it's the 19th i have i think the date is august 19th at the um at the barnstormers where were the bar uh, where, where they play in lancaster so definitely don't want to miss out on on that one there uh yeah let me get the graphic up yeah here we go at the clipper magazine stadium uh red rose a rumble that is that's right august 19th 2023 tickets are on soon now like i was right like it's barnstormers.com you can get the tickets there as well uh yeah so they're they're edging their way closer and closer to that date so we will definitely get to hopefully we see the end between murphy and rodriguez uh of this fiasco what's going on with murphy especially uh Women's tag team match, Claire Curz and the debuting Zoe Cannon defeated Journey Burke and another, well, both uh, um, debuting, Journey Burke and Harleen Lopez in a women's tag team match. That's the first time here in Three Legacies. Got to see El Prince Piranha, Junie Underwood, Tom Mitchell in a six-man tag, defeating Ace Dallas, Merrick Miami, and Bill Bain in a six-man tag here in a very upbeat match Tarzan Duran ended up picking up the pinfall victory over Smiley Smiley uh a little awkward there cuz he had the delirious mask with the well the one that he wore when he faced delirious it was sitting on the ring post so it was like yeah, I think it was mentally getting into Smiley's head or something I think that I think the mask helped cause the Defeat as well as um uh Tarzan Duran taking Smiley's mask, his his original mask that he wore during the match, and then it got replaced with the whole uh um the Delirious parody mask. I want to call it. But yeah, Duran definitely picked up that victory there. Uh hopefully we don't see the end of that. Hopefully, there's a rematch or something down the line because uh things are a little awkward there in that match. And we The big main event was a three-way dance between Bro Keller Keller picking up the victory against Mantequila, a.k.a. Butter (laughs) Parquet, and Facade. Uh, This match, hands down, uh, Lucha style. This match ended. Fans giving dollar bills. Uh, Much respect and love to each of these men. Uh, They brought their A-game, hands down. But uh, but all this here was simmering up for the next one, for May. We're less than two weeks away. That's right, folks. Two weeks away from Three Legacies Wrestling Presents Fiesta. That's right. At the Brightside Opportunity Center. Friday. It's a Friday night. That's right. May 19th. You don't want to miss it. We have a whole host of matches that were already announced. And if you have not seen any of three legacies matches sign up right now on the premier streaming network. That's right. Premier streaming network. uh, That's PSN or, you know, might look it up on Facebook, whatever, but it's on Roku and stuff like that. I know that it's like 50 bucks for the whole year. You can, you can start from the very first debut show of three legacies and try to play catch up up to our next show next week. And here's a rundown of some of the match cards that you are going to see. A return, well, I'm not going to say a return match, but in singles action, from returning from their tag team match at the prior show, Zoe Cannon makes her second debut, same as Journey Burke. These ladies are familiar with each other from other areas of training, but they will be back at Brightside Opportunity Center Going against each other one on one. Can can Zoe pick up a victory on Journey Burke? This uh Journey, she's been I, I've been working with her everywhere. She she's been putting in the work everywhere. So with the experience she has and knowledge, it's a little bit up on Zoe. Can Zoe's three legacy training help her out in this match? Also, on the card, we're going to see, coming off of that six-man tag, Merrick Miami taking on Smiley the Psycho lucha, Luchador. That's right, because uh, anything he does will be unorthodox. So Merrick Miami needs to be ready for whatever kind of style or shenanigans that Smiley might be pulling out. Also, we got the returning debut of Al Snook taking on uh the maestro of the ring, I like to call him Mr. J.S. Hawthorne. He is a theatrical nut. That's right. He will he will uh grace the ring uh and and with his method He's like a method actor or a method wrestler. Like, he, he he, likes to get into his role. Who knows? He might get into Snook's head. And, and Snook may not know what to do with Hawthorne. But the thing with Snook, with his debut against Ricardo Rodriguez at the last show, he made a very impressive debut. It surprised everybody in the house in the sold-out 500-plus standing room crowd. Uh, what uh, Snook could bring to the table. And like I said, it was his only his debut match. And and he went balls to the wall against Rodriguez. Can he do the same? Can he score a victory over Hawthorne? We would just have to wait and find out on May 19th. And we're going to see a return in La Chica Clara Carreras as she's taking on Dino Mike. Danny moe Danny Moe is the girlfriend of uh facade and they're always traveling together they're training together This is Danny Moe's debut in ring she did debut at the last event with at ringside f- with uh facade but uh this the fans of three legacies get to see her for the very first time in action at Fiesta. And then another huge six-man tag team. Well, not even a tag team match. It's a six-man scramble match. That's right. Every man for himself. We get to see two debuts here. But first and foremost, some of our repeat offenders for three legacies. We get to see Tom Mitchell taking on A Dallas, taking on El Piranha, as well as Junie Underwood and now for our two debuts you get to see sage matthews as he's as part of uh the dog nation of his tag team that he's uh uh with all over the place as well as dk Van vandu now i don't know much about dk uh i did see some uh clips on him uh just recently trying to familiarize with this young man but hands down just a talent that's in this scramble match is going to be by far top tier around the area. So you don't want to miss out on this. Anything could happen uh, in a scramble match, especially when you got six competitors competing for uh, a nice ranking position in Three Legacies Wrestling. and We'll see how that all goes down. And in the main event, from the main event from the last show, Bro Keller and Facade decided, hey, let's team up together. That's right. Facade and Bro Keller will be taking on Tarzan Duran and the debut of Boar. Ooh, what is this? Some jungle atmosphere stuff going on. Tarzan Duran bringing some of that uh, wild man beast uh, type of uh, shenanigans to this match here, the Three Legacies. So you better walk watch out folks uh, especially the little kids you don't want to uh, upset any of these wild animals they might just come out come out the ringside to use but uh but no threat you have your superheroes there as in bro Keller and facade will protect you always oh, at ringside and one more announcement has been made uh grace in the three legacies ring is a former well, I'm not sure he's going to be. It might be just there for a meet and greet. Former WWE, WCW, Impact, ECW, Superstar, none other than the franchise, Shane Douglas, will be in the house. That's right. Special meet and greet at intermission time. Pitches are $20. Autographs, $20. For a combo, thirty bucks. You're better off just getting the, uh, the combo. But if you want to spend separate, that's fine. You know, you you if you don't want to save ten bucks, that's cool. That's all right. But yeah, you don't want to miss it, at the Brightside Opportunity Center. That's right. And for tickets, uh, you can get them on Eventbrite.com. Three Legacies Wrestling keyword, look them up. Uh, Fiesta Friday night, May May nineteenth. Uh, doors open up at five. Thirty. Why 530? Because it gets so jam-packed, it's hard to get seating, stand-in room. Uh, so we need that extra half hour to, to get all the fans in. Uh, if you get there good and, uh, nice and good, you get a good seat. Plus, a lot of times we have a pre-show match that starts at quarter of. So, like I said, 530, doors open. You might see a pre-show match at... Uh, at 6 45 and bell time the main show starts at 7 p.m so uh you don't want to miss out on all that night of action uh with three legacies wrestling and whatnot uh i'm looking forward to it we're only like two weeks away two weeks from a star-studded weekend uh not just that um three legacies in lancaster the very next night i'm gonna be in uh Richfield park new jersey at the mecca at the phil sheraton building uh for pro wrestling magic that's right it's the very next night in Richfield park new jersey so hopefully i don't see you at one maybe i'll see you at the other one too as well but before i sign off uh Let's get one more shout out to our good friend over at the Stardom Cast. If you like that Joshi, Japanese women's style professional wrestling, here's our man, Matt Turner. Hello, everyone. This is Matt Turner. Join me, and my co host, Rob Goodwin, every Friday morning as we host the Stardom Cast. It's a podcast where we talk about everything about the fantastic professional wrestling world that is stardom. Uh, we have news, notes, previews and reviews again every friday the stardom cast check it out all right my man you definitely want to check out uh matt and rob listening uh every friday morning they're doing big things they got a shout out plug from uh kevin kelly on uh on one of the new new japan pro wrestling um uh shows that was aired uh And, uh, yeah, they're doing good things over there, especially, like like I said, if you like that uh, Joshi women's style of uh, pro wrestling from Japan, definitely want to check them out and see what's going on. All right, folks, with that being said, we're wrapping up. We're coming to another end of our show here. Oh, and one other final note. This Thursday night at 8 p.m., we are bringing back season, this is season three, 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 not two, three, episode one of Thursday Night Slam. We will have, she is the reigning, defending, pro wrestling magic, women's champion, uh, BCW women's champion, and... And the Gamma Champion, none other than Ruthless Lala, will be on the show Thursday night at 8 p.m. You definitely want to tune in. Uh, Show much love to Lala. See what's going on, where she's going next. Uh, She's doing big things. She's everywhere, you know. I don't want to get on her bad side. You know, she brings that, uh, uh, big D energy, just like the rest of the crew of prolific with Isaiah Wolf, uh, Marcus Marquis and Tyree Taylor. That's right. She is the first lady of prolific and, uh, and she's, uh, what, uh, miss that, what that Larry can do, you know, she'll bring like, like I said, uh, it's been a very long show. I have a long day ahead of me. I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in. I appreciate each and every one of you for chiming in and uh, just saying hi, even if just that. Uh, don't forget, follow us on social media. Go to our podcast.com, Like, share, comment, subscribe. Hit us up on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, I personally also started my own Twitch page now, which I have not... Uh, broadcasted to yet but I will so stay tuned for whatever I do who knows maybe I'll also add uh, the Ruthless Lala interview on that one too as well so we'll see but yeah go to um, all of our social medias like, share, comment, subscribe, hit that notification button to find out when we are live so you can tune in and join us in the chat room or whatnot. not and uh, I'll see you at any one of uh, the following upcoming show dates That will be uh, coming up. Uh, Like I said, in two weeks, we got Three Legacies Wrestling on uh, May 19th. The next night on the 20th will be Pro Wrestling Magic. Uh, And next week, I will be in Williamstown, New Jersey at the HTO uh, Wrestling Center where it's going to be Carnage Wrestling Federation. So I'll be out there doing my thing uh, with those fine gentlemen. But with that being said, I'm Cheo Frost. For my man T that was on earlier, and for our compadres, Joe and Chris, who could not be here today, peace out. Much love. Like I said, like, share, comment, subscribe. Hit that notification button. Go to BicelandsPodcast.com, and we will definitely see all you at the matches. Peace out.